Welcome to the Property Pulse Podcast. I'm your host, Dave Stockbridge. Well, welcome to the Property Pulse Podcast. I'm your host, Dave Stockbridge. This podcast is all about the first principles of real estate. So regardless of where you may be, anywhere around the world, I'm hoping that you're finding helpful hints and tips that applies to you and your marketplace. Um, obviously, coronavirus is one of those universals. It's indeed the, the, the one, one of those guiding principles right now. Everything needs to be in consideration of coronavirus. And um, what I've dedicated to do this year in my podcast is to shine a little light on what's going on specifically in around my marketplace. And moreover, to demonstrate that as much as our marketplaces may be Uh, different. There's certainly a great deal of similarities. Also, so you get a sense as to how it is that I'm marketing in my forward-facing real estate business. Uh, So the uh, once a week, I provide you with an audio version of my forward-facing newsletter. And that newsletter, of course, over the last week or so has had a very, very strong focus on the coronavirus and keeping people up to date as um, our governments on a state and federal level are are rolling out policies um, on an almost uh, bi-weekly basis at the moment to confront the the economic threat uh, in particular that's been laid down by the coronavirus and it's um, and the and and the direct um, effect of shutdowns on many industries is absolutely undeniable and so um, I know that people are highly conscious of what's going on in their particular world um, but often they enjoy the perspective or or to get a sense as to how um, it may be uh, impacting elsewhere and uh, the point of connection of course that I have is real estate most people have uh, a vested interest in it whether they're buying renting um, or um, on the market at the moment um, to do to to buy or to sell. Um, the reality is is that um, uh, this is a, a particularly peculiar uh, challenge that we've um, been confronted with, and um, there's been some real shifts in um, how we undertake our business. So um, this is. Um, my so I, I say my newsletter. Um, it is typically a weekly one, but the, I've been running out coronavirus news editions, and so this latest um, newsletter is um, coronavirus news number five. As I take a sip of my morning coffee, I'm filming and um, recording this underneath my veranda. I'm. Uh, not entirely self-isolating at the moment, but I'm just trying to um, keep myself out of harm's way as much as possible. All my team are working remotely at the moment, um, and although uh, that has its challenges, certainly the risk and reward equation associated uh, with us working together at this time, I think, is uh, a no-brainer. So we took that action a few weeks ago, and, and it feels, for the most part, we're really settling into a, a rhythm um, that's still productive. Um, so five... Five more things that have changed in the last week or so in real estate. One, no more brochures. So the only brochures you will receive when viewing a property will be those left from a week or so ago that have not been touched since because the virus can live for up to hours, um, several hours on cardboard. It's not wise to hand over anything to anybody at the moment. It is also a breach of the social distancing protocol to hand them to people. 
Uh, I have left some brochures behind at properties so that they could be there for a few days before someone picked them up, but less and less people even want to pick them up now anyway. The good news is that all the information and more that uh, they can ever want or that would be contained in the brochure can be found on the web listing anyway, which is normally what, where they found the property in the first place. So handing out a brochure has almost become an exchange for a buyer's name and number at the door of an open inspection uh, rather than... Um, rather than actually serving a practical purpose. Um, but now all viewings are by appointment. There is no reason for the agent to feel that they have to um, give you a brochure to get your details. Um, but also, why would you want to accept a brochure from an agent at this point in time anyway and run that risk? Let's try and keep all of our interpersonal contact as safe as possible. Two, open. So open inspections. Now, um, for those that listen um, overseas, and we understand that we've got um, by far and away our largest listenership is in the United States. Um, so um, in Australia, we do a lot of open inspection work. So just to uh, put things into context for you, the uh, weekend before our shutdown, so two weekends ago, I conducted 17 uh, property open inspections. They go for about half an hour and um, I cover a geographic that's about, uh, I would say, 20 k's from north to south. Um, and so over the over over a Saturday, for instance, um, it, it could be at nine open inspections um, six on the Sunday, seven on the Sunday. So just depending on how uh, far I've got to travel in between open inspections and the like. But um, that's typically where I meet my buyers. We I don't do a lot of buyer appointment work. And when I do, it's normally the second show through. So we meet our buyers at the open inspections. The opens are the funnel. And then after that, we, um, we look to uh, have a more personalised um, approach with a follow-up subsequent inspection of the property should the buyer hold interest. So opens um, are, are really big in our marketplace, and we do understand that that's not necessarily the case, particularly in the United States and in the UK, um, but uh, very much we have an open culture. I think um, because Australian property has been in such high demand and for so long, especially the closer you get to the capital cities, um, open inspections are just a, a good time management um, uh, tool for, for real estate agents. Uh, in an inspection, I could have in a half hour period um, on a new release, 20 or so groups in my marketplace uh, on a property that's maybe four or five weeks in or, or the campaign, maybe three to seven, uh, somewhere in that range is to be expected. So, um, but for me to show three to seven buyers through that property one on one could take me all day, literally. So, um, or definitely half of it. So, that's it, by far and away the most productive way to deal with high demand marketplaces. But we do understand it's not the practice. But this is my forward-facing um, newsletter, and so people in my marketplace are, are very, very conscious that opens have now been cancelled, and um, and this uh, has really levelled the playing field and makes uh, us all much safer, I think. Um, I saw some dubious behaviour from the public in that last weekend of opens before we had this uh, further restriction um, on open inspections, and, uh, and I'm glad that homeowners, other buyers and myself are not exposed to the idiocy of a few. Uh, this has led to a surge of appointments. The last weekend of opens, I conducted 17 open inspections. Uh, in the week since, I've conducted 15 buyer show-throughs. Uh, the buyers are better qualified and the transaction rates per inspection have certainly increased. I am genuinely enjoying showing homes during the day uh, for a change. The reality is that with so many people off work at the moment or forced on leave... Um, 
people just have more time free during the day and of course they're heading out and looking at properties. Uh, interestingly, it seems that the listings um, that were developing the strongest open inspection numbers are not necessarily enjoying the most show-through activity at this stage. It is actually the listings uh, that were less attended at opens that are gaining more attention by appointment. It's just an interesting observation. That might not continue. Uh, Three, rent deferral negotiations. So several commercial landlords have informed me that their tenants uh, have called on the back of the Prime Minister's announcement to renegotiate the terms of their lease. Uh, This has happened less in the residential space, but I anticipate will increase as the crisis unfolds. Landlords that are affected have been given a green light to defer their mortgage payments until the situation normalises. Commercial landlords are already exposed by other factors in our marketplace, such as lower occupancy rates due to a fall in retail activity, lower rents, uh, the new land tax uh, provisions which uh, prevail here in South Australia. And so it may well lead to more commercial property coming to market in the next year or so. Uh, Mortgage holidays, number four. Uh, the banks have been given instructions to offer hardship provisions almost unquestioned and unchallenged. Uh, to be honest, the banks uh, already did this well. Uh, the big four in particular have proven extremely flexible with those experiencing tough times. And I have worked with dozens of clients over the last year or so and had them place their mortgage on hold whilst they sold their home. This was a bit of a little known secret, um, but now uh, everyone knows about it, of course. And uh, and I hope that people don't take advantage of it beyond the crisis because uh, that will mean that those who really need it in the future might be denied the help they need. Banks are, are happy to put your mortgage on hold for six months. Yes, you'll still accrue the interest on the loan and that'll be compounded and that'll lead to an extension of the, the mortgage period as well. Um, so your holiday isn't completely free, but it, it does remove one of the major financial impositions that most people face at this time and maintain stability and assurance for many uh, in this time of great uncertainty. Uh, live stream auctions, number five. So auction gatherings are definitely against the social distancing, uh, distancing guidelines. So we have moved our auctions to the auction live streaming service auction now. This enables buyers to bid in real time at a live auction from the comfort of their screen, wherever that may be. Our first auction using this platform is this Saturday, and you're able to watch the auction live, which uh, I will be conducting at the property uh, in the backyard. Bidders can bid from their car, their lounge, or even in their bed if they want to. I feel fortunate that I'm still able to facilitate my business at this time. As many of my friends, especially those in hospitality, um, are are really restricted. Um, Small businesses everywhere uh, is really suffering. So to anybody, and this is a big tip to the real estate agents that turn into the podcast, but to anybody in small business, if you've got any type of social media clout whatsoever, and that could just be 1,500 followers on your page, 800 followers on your, your page, it doesn't really matter. You know, you've got some degree of audience that you can leverage, and uh, now might be a crass time to be leveraging that for your own benefit, but it's a fantastic time to be assisting others. And uh, and shining a light on their business. So if you know someone who's got a an awesome cake shop uh, or, and they, you know, they just do a great job and they might 
still be able to deliver um, their product. Then, you know what? If you've got 800 followers on your page, why don't you go down there and do a little Facebook live stream, uh, pump up their tyres, tell your 800 followers about it and, uh, and help them out. Um, they'll, they'll love it. You'll feel good about it. And uh, especially at the moment for real estate agents where you might well be having those uh, appointment cancellations um, and uh, not maybe as much to do. Um, I know several are taking the opportunity to do work around the home. Um, if we're in this kind of holding pattern for uh, any length of time, then that'll get most of those works will be complete fairly soon for for many and um, the reality of um, having to maintain business will soon descend and so my uh, ardent suggestion to anybody is is to try and remain productive in the holes of your day that's been created by the coronavirus uh, and uh, the restrictions that have been placed on your movement and fill that up by adding value to others Um, and um, uh, now's definitely a time when um, those people will appreciate uh, your um, your kind assistance. So I'm Dave for real. Hope you're enjoying the uh, podcast. Um, as many of you may be aware, I am a practicing real estate agent and auctioneer. Have been for over 24 years. Um, I'm still practicing and very active in the marketplace today. I share my insights, um, uh, ideas, and strategies for the benefit of uh, home buyers and sellers and and real estate agents around the world. It's my absolute pleasure to uh, have this opportunity to do so. So also um, fantastic that we've now had over 10,000 downloads on the podcast. Um, which is uh, truly remarkable. Uh, when we started the podcast a couple of years ago, we had no idea that we'd ever reach those numbers. Um, we not not every episode um, has uh, been listened to um, hundreds of times or, or anything like that. It's really been the the cumulative effect of uh, many episodes, um, and we we have been now producing three or so podcasts a week, um, and and. Um, that's really um, meant that people have um, been able to tap into our, us as a resource whenever they felt they needed to and understand that there's a complete library that covers off on almost every topic, conceivable topic in real estate. And we continue to update that, revisit that, uh, speak to the experts about it and the influences in the real estate field from uh, not just around Australia, but around the world. So um, once again, thank you very much for listening to the podcast and I look forward to bringing you more next time. The Property Pulse podcast is designed for anybody who's dealing in real estate, whether you're buying or selling, expanding upon your portfolio, or perhaps you're a real estate agent and you're just looking for helpful hints and tips that'll accelerate your success in real estate. Well, I hope you found a home on the podcast. And if you have, please subscribe to stay tuned to all new episodes as they become available. 